Welcome to the Evolve Mindset. My name is Chelsea Browse, but most know me online as Chelsbra. I'm an awakening mentor and somatic sexologist who's passionate about the continuous evolution of consciousness. If you're looking to evolve your sex life, career, relationships, finances, or health, then it begins with your mindset and this podcast is for you. My goal is to use this container to provide the tools, knowledge, and insights to further your potential and evolution. I know we're going to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pressing play and let's evolve. Wow. Thank you so much for hanging with me, guys. It has been quite a few months since I've hopped on here and I have so much to share. So much has changed. So much has evolved and I can't wait to get into it. And before I do, I just want to express my gratitude for you. Thank you so much for following along, for sharing, for reaching out, all the, the messages, the, the DMs, the, the feedback. Thank you. I honestly wouldn't come back if it wasn't for you. So I really, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for continuing to support. I literally wouldn't be doing this if you weren't here. So thank you. I just want to say that. Okay, so let's get right to it. Wow, 2021 is over. It's now 2022. And I cannot be more thrilled. First of all, where have I been? <laughs> oh my, where, I don't even know where to begin, to be honest with you. I left you guys off when I went to an epic retreat and this retreat is not your typical retreat this was a, a tantric embodiment you know like a full-on jedi super conscious and a little bougie i'm not <laughs> i have to be honest i've never been to that much i've never experienced that much luxury in my life you know i i grew up in the prairies in winnipeg manitoba and you know i came from nothing I grew up in government housing, you know, li living on a welfare check, which I don't know if anyone has ever experienced that. It's not much. <laughs> and, you know, I remember days like, you know, I didn't never had, I didn't have any food. And yeah, just coming up from poverty really is just what I'm trying to get at. And, you know, like I even ran away from home th thinking that, you know, one day, you know, I can experience something more. When I was 16, I ran away from home. So naive thinking that like, you know, the, the life I was experiencing at home was like the worst thing I could ever experience. And don't get me wrong. That me when I was 16 was so, so depressed. Like, I can't, yeah, it was, it was a really, it was really hard for her. And I'm going to say her because I'm, I'm just not her anymore. And there's been a really massive integration of that, that piece, that victim self of whom I used to be. And yes, she still resides because I mean, our past, we need to be very, um, 
understanding and compassionate to that piece of ourself in order to fully, you know, embody and integrate that past and allow it to become our wisdom today. Not repressing, not not hiding it, you know, not even hating it. Fully having the compassion for where we were at in that moment of our life. And so that was a, a really big realization when I was on this incredible resort called Imaloa in Costa Rica. If anyone wants to search it up, feel free to search it up. They're freaking beautiful people that work there. So welcoming. And this facility, like everything about it was just beautiful. You know, from from the huts, like they were just like these little eco huts that had I don't I don't even know how to explain it, but like I as soon as I stepped in, I was just like, wow, like I literally feel like royalty. I have can honestly say I have never actually felt that way. You know, from I've actually been living on the streets for quite a few years and in my in my teens you know I didn't have I was couch surfing you know there's moments where I've actually slept in cars and now I'm sitting in Costa Rica on the side of a mountain poolside looking at the ocean I couldn't like that that type of experience I, I can I could never have dreamed never And it literally shook this like this this old version of who I was, but in that moment was still residing and taking up you know space in my my psyche and taking up space in my body rent free. <laughs> you know, literally, I could just feel her whole reality getting shook. Like, do you see how good life can be when you commit? When you commit to your inner reality, into your healing, into your desires, you know, because deep down, that piece of me, me as a whole, not even that piece of me, just me, tells who you would see me as, this version, this, this human self, desires, you know, luxury. She desires to, to feel like royalty. It is our birthright to feel and, and actually dream and experience these beautiful things. And so that piece of me died peacefully. <laughs> there are so many you know, if anyone follows any type of spiritual waking, if you're on this podcast, you more than likely do. <laughs> so many deaths that happen. And in coming back, coming back home to, to Winnipeg, you know, it was really hard, you know, to experience that much luxury, that much freedom, that much love. Cause the people that were there were all just full of so much love and commitment to their desires and commitment to their healing and their commitment to their commitment to raise the vibration of this world 
was so authentic. That in itself, just being in that loveful of energy, that love-filled energy, hit my heart on a, on a, a level I had never experienced to that degree. And yeah, so coming back home, you know, it's such a shift from experience all like to experience that type of lifestyle and like that type of transformation. Cause there was a lot of deep inner work that, um, I was able to be held in with very experienced teachers that has really allowed my own teachings and my own understandings and learnings to be integrated as well and to be held in that and coming home and it being very different from restrictions, politics, different people. And yeah, just integrating it all was, you know, it, it just, there needed to be space. I feel that's really the, one of the most important pieces if we are going on to any type of healing, if we are on the path of awakening, if we are on the path of self-actualization, integration is so super, super important. Without the integration, you're just floating around in the ether and you're never going to be fully grounded in the human experience that we are meant to feel and experience. To say the least, it's just been a journey. <laughs> There's been all, oh my goodness, so much. And yeah, with all that integration, I was able to really find out the truth of all of this work. And you know, it wasn't about the retreat and it wasn't about, it wasn't about going and leaving where I was in my hometown, in my home being separated for anyone. It wasn't about any of that. It wasn't about even like experiencing luxury. <laughs> it was really about feeling the power that we have, the power that we hold inside of our being. And when we are able to finally open and receive fully love into our heart. And these are things that I've already know. These are things I've, and you probably already know as well. Like these are very um, mainstream teachings. We hear this on Instagram. We hear this on, if, if you're anyone that is following the self-development space, doing any type of healing within the last week, <laughs> you would hear this, you know, more love. You know, it's, it, open yourself to more love. But I feel like when we hear terms, like simple teachings like that, it, it, and they could be the simplest teaching, it goes right over our head. And in a sense of because we're receiving it in the mind, you know, we're literally reading the words, okay, feel more love, experience more love, be love. And then we, conceptualize it in the brain, in the mind. But there's something to understand when we receive something in the brain, we're, we're understanding it at a logical level in the mind only. And that's literally as far as it gets into the mind. Okay, I will 
Receive more love. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, I know that. I've heard that before. Got it. You know, those, those are things that I've done. Yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 I get it. I know. Read it on Instagram in a caption. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you type your response. I've done that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. It's like this. Da, 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 da. Insert your understanding from what you've understood by the mind. And when we do that, it literally, you can imagine, you can imagine putting a block, say a doorway around your neck. Like there's a doorway in your neck and it's shut. And that's as far as the understanding goes. It's just in the head. But to fully receive love, to fully understand love, to even fully receive and understand yourself, that doorway has to be open. And it needs to be felt in the heart. And the only way to do that is opening that door and opening your heart and allowing it to hit us there. And for me, that has been so incredibly hard and something I've been working at for years. And I'm not saying that it's going to take anyone else years or even however long it's taken me. Because that's completely independent and unique to the person. On so much, for, with so many different variables, it is obviously going to depend on how much suffering they're choosing to hold on to. Because I tell you right now, I was holding on to a lot. <laughs> a lot. And, the, and there's a lot of compassion behind that because I see that victim self in, my, in myself who was choosing to hold on to that. You know, and it took a lot of love even just to send to her, to allow her to feel safe, to, to let that go. And the more we can let go of that victim self, you know, that doorway starts to open. Layer by layer, we can get past the mind our cute mind. We can get past the, all the understanding and the conceptualizing. The figuring out. <laughs> and we can start receiving more fully in our heart. And the further I kept pe peeling back the layers of that victim self, the more clear I started to see life. You know, I can now look at someone and I, I say this with the utmost humility. Because I'm choosing to hold every single person I come into contact with with love. And because I choose to do that, I can also see their victim self. And this isn't from a perspective of shaming that person or judging that person. It's literally holding them in coherence of, I see you, I witness you, and I'm here. I'm with you. I'm listening. I love you. You know, and I've been holding this, this new perspective, I guess, is, is a way to conceptualize it <laughs> with everyone in my life. And I specifically can share like the most um, fascinating one yet for me is, is with my neighbors. 
And I actually shared a, a little live on my Instagram. If anyone follows me on Instagram, may have heard this story already. But it's about my neighbors. And my neighbor, they're retired. Um, so they're quite a bit older. And, you know, they have health conditions, but they have an incredibly well manicured lawn. <laughs> and, you know, because they have the time to. And at the same time, I feel like. At the same time, I feel like there's a level of um, pride that one takes in taking care of their home and their 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 yard and you know just like just a homeowner. It's like that homeowner, that retiree homeowner. It's like you can almost also conceptualize <laughs> if you want to do that as well and, and label that and put them in a category of someone that takes really really good care of their yard and their home because they do. <laughs> And uh, I'm, I, I guess you could say, compared to them, they've owned their, their home over 30 years, maybe longer. Uh, myself, maybe about five years now. And, you know, I definitely care about my home and my yard and everything. But, you know, at the same time, like, I got a busy lifestyle and it's not on my priority list. So my neighbor, you know, they, they cut their lawn maybe every week or every week and a half, definitely less than every two weeks. And, you know, they're raking their lawn and when it starts snowing, they're shoveling immediately. And even when there's a little bit of blow, like a little bit of wind that's blowing the snow around, they're sweeping their sidewalk. They're very, very well manicured. You know, they'll, they'll put up their lights, they'll take down their lights way, way ahead of schedule. Just, just very well put together, well taken care of. And there's our household. <laughs> you know, our grass is usually longer than theirs. We've got leaves, leaves in our decorative rock. <laughs> it's actually really funny when you, when you look at the, when you look at the two lawns beside each other, it's, I find it really funny anyways. I find a lot of things in, in life really comical. And so, yeah, there's, there's been more than one occasion our neighbors knocked on our door and asked us to rake our leaves because the wind's blowing the leaves into their yard or, you know, commented and you can see them looking at our, looking at our yard and you could just see them in the window and, and I can observe and see, see how they truly feel about it. And in the past, like, that used to bother me. I used to be, you know, like, okay, there they go, you know, they're, they're, they're cutting their grass again and now they're going to judge me and da, 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 you know, like just it, it was more of a contraction in my heart and just which created judgment. And so there was this like tension between my neighbor and I. This unspoken tension and like, yeah, there, there were the pleasantries of hi, how, how are you, you know, as you walk past, but it was very short until I decided to experiment with my new perspective, which I have to say is the best way to integrate. And I would say the only way to live. <laughs> if you're learning and reading all the books and, you know, maybe you have a mentor, or you're taking program after program, whatever the case is, implement in your day, experiment in your day, your daily life. 
This is this is what it's about. And so, yeah, I decided to experiment with my neighbor. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to, you know, really see this man. This is, this is the man that I'm referring to right now. There is a husband and a wife, but this is specifically with the man. Because he's the one that's usually outside that I bump into. And he was putting up his Christmas lights like a week before Halloween or something. I, I, and then in the past, I'd be like, oh, there he goes putting up the Christmas lights. Halloween isn't even over. And I used to judge him for that. I used to judge him for that. And yeah, I saw him doing that. He's up on his ladder and he's just, he's taking such care. I decided to really see him. See him for who he was. The lens of love. And he, he hung up every single light with such care. It fascinated me. And I couldn't help myself as I was walking by. I was going, just going for a walk in the neighborhood with my headphones on. I take my headphones off and I'm like, you're doing a really good job. And I meant every word of that. And I, I, I scared him a little. He got kind of shocked. He's like, excuse me? So you're doing a really good job with your lights. And I could feel like this expansion and this softness in him receiving that. And he thanked me and he's like, yeah, you know, I, I take a lot of pride in putting these lights up and I'm really trying. I'm like, yeah, you could tell. And that was it. And then our next interaction we didn't, we, we didn't even, like, interact, really. We had a lot of snow. And where I, where I live, you know, our nickname is Winterbag. We get a lot of snow. And this season, specifically, we're getting a lot. As I speak right now, I'm looking out my window, and it's, like, a little blizzard. And it looks like a snow globe. It's really beautiful, actually. <laughs> but, yeah, so we got our first pile of snow, and it was at least two feet. Like, it was a lot. Two feet, I believe, for any American listeners out there in the other measurement systems. Um, let's see here. 12 and 12, 24 inches, roughly. They have a snowblower and, you know, being a younger homeowner, I, I feel like you don't typically get a snowblower until you're like really like you've been a homeowner for quite a few years <laughs> and you're like, fuck this. I need a snowblower. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not house poor anymore <laughs> but yeah we don't have a snowblower anyway so and they they snowblowed our walkway for us and they've never done that before out of all the years we lived here they've never done that before and they've wa they've literally watched us shovel our walkway like like suckers breaking our backs and they snowblowed our our pathway for us and on more than one occasion since then you know, it was like one act of kindness, another act of kindness. And then I decided to bake them a banana bread and I did. And it was so well received when they returned my dish. I could just, again, just the feeling of expansion and unity between us was really powerful. And I share this story because it was the smallest flip of a perception from seeing someone as separate as and different 
because of the way they did something. Because of the way they chose to do something that I didn't see the same value in. I didn't take as priority. Seeing them with the lens of love, I was able to truly see them as an individual, as them as a human being, as them as a god. And I would never have been able to do that had I not been able to see the God within myself first. And that, I feel, is truly seeing someone with love and therefore seeing the truth. Because everything else is illusion. Believing someone is so different from us doesn't have to create hate, doesn't have to create anger or judgments. But so there's a part of us that chooses that. So my invitation today for you, the listener, is to choose to see the God in yourself, to choose to let go of that victim You know, and choose your own sovereignty and your power and actually begin to see everything in your life right now you've chosen in some form or way. Because the sooner you can start doing that, the sooner you can start taking your own power back and becoming the creator of your own reality. You know, I feel this is another thing we hear all the time. Oh, I'm the creator of my own reality. And I used to call bullshit on that all the time. It's like, I don't want to create poverty. I don't want to have no home to live in. I don't want to be abused by my partner. I don't want to have to struggle with payments and be a single mom. Those are all lifetimes I've lived. And yet every single choice, when I was radically incredibly honest with myself every single choice I made led me to wherever I was in that very moment and the first step every time to get out of that whatever that point a was to get somewhere next was another choice but it always started with believing that I could actually change this and letting go of the victim that loved, loved the life that they created. And so like, (laughs) when I started doing that, things started to just rapidly change, rapidly start to integrate. So much needed to be let go. And it can be alarming with the, you know, with the amount of realization that it can come to that, yeah, I did this to myself. There's a part of me that, that's created this. And how fucking powerful is that? You created your own reality. Okay, amazing. You know, if it's not what you want anymore, guess what? You can do it again. 
and again and again and a fucking again. You can do anything. You fully, fully decide and fully come online for. And this is why, if again, if you've been following me on Instagram, you know how much I promote that our desires are our inner compass. And this is exactly why. Because as soon as you can start actually waking up and feeling, like fully feeling with your whole being, what truly lights you up, that's going to pull you out of whatever life it is that you're not enjoying right now in this now moment to the life that you fully, like, just fully are turned on by. Because baby, believe me, it can get better and wetter all in one gulp. Mm, 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 mm. And this is the type of energy that I hold in my one-to-one mentoring program that is the highest and most intimate level to work with me called self-seduction. Doors are closing very soon. I only have a couple spots left. I'm taking women that are fully ready and committed to their personal transformation, to their self-actualization, and finally integrating and aligning their sexual nature. I truly believe that in order to feel wholeness, in order to actually experience heaven on earth because believe me honey this is so possible for you is to fully align with our sexual expression there is so much trauma and repression and shame and so much shadow around our sexuality and for me in my journey When shit finally started to click and things started to finally pop off for me. That is when I became fully embodied in my divine feminine force. And woke up my soul. And began to really feel and actualize my desires. And what actually meant to me and I just saw and felt the truth to life. I can't begin to to explain how much this has changed for me and what I see in my clients that have experienced this. Like it makes my heart just explode with gratitude. And I am so fucking excited to be able to share this potent container with other women that are looking for an experience like this. So if you if this is you and you've been following my journey and you've been curious and wanting to know what kind of Kool-Aid I've been drinking, <laughs> please reach out. You know how to get a, get a hold of me. I'll leave it in the show notes, but you can reach me on my Instagram at Chelspra. You can slide into my DMs and just toss in the word self-seduction or feel free to email me at chels at chelspra.com, the word self-seduction. I love you and I appreciate you so much for continuing on this journey and staying committed to the evolution of of you and therefore our world. Thank you. Until I decided to experiment with my new perspective, which 
I have to say is the best way to integrate. And I would say the only way to live. <laughs> if you're learning and reading all the books and, you know, maybe you have a mentor, or you're taking program after program, whatever the case is, implement in your day. Experiment in your day, your daily life. This is, this is what it's about. And so, yeah, I decided to experiment with my neighbor. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to you know, really see this man, this is the man that I'm referring to right now, there is a husband and a wife, but this is specifically with the man, because he's the one that's usually outside that I bump into, and he was putting up his Christmas lights, like a week before Halloween or something, and then in the past, I'd be like, oh, there he goes, putting up the Christmas lights, Halloween isn't even over, and I used to judge him for that, I used to judge him for that, and yeah, I saw him doing that. He's up on his ladder and he's just, he's taking such care. I decided to really see him. See him for who he was. The lens of love. And he, he hung up every single light with such care. It fascinated me. And I couldn't help myself as I was walking by. I was going, just going for a walk in the neighborhood with my headphones on. I take my headphones off and I'm like, you're doing a really good job. And I meant every word of that. And I, I, I scared him a little. He could kind of shock. He's like, excuse me? So you're doing a really good job with your lights. And I could feel like this expansion and this softness in him receiving that. And he thanked me and he's like, yeah, you know, I, I take a lot of pride in putting these lights up and I'm really trying. Like, yeah, you could tell. And that was it. And then our next interaction, we didn't, we, we didn't even like interact really. We had a lot of snow and where I, where I live, you know, our nickname is Winterbag. We get a lot of snow and this season specifically, we getting a lot. As I speak right now, I'm looking out my window and it's like a little blizzard and it looks like a snow globe. It's really beautiful, actually. <laughs> but yeah, so we got our first pile of snow and it was at least two feet. Like it was a lot. Two feet, I believe, for any American listeners out there in the other measurement systems. Um, let's see here. 12 and 12, 24 inches, roughly. They have a snowblower and... You know, being a younger homeowner, I, I feel like you don't typically get a snowblower until you're like really like you've been a homeowner for quite a few years <laughs> and you're like, fuck this. I need a snowblower <laughs> you're, and you're not house poor anymore. <laughs> but yeah, we don't have a snowblower anyway. So. And they they snowblowed our walkway for us and they've never done that before out of all the years we lived here. They've never done that before. And they've wa they've literally watched us shovel our walkway like like suckers breaking our backs and they snowblowed our our pathway for us and on more than one occasion since then 
you know, it was like one act of kindness, another act of kindness. And then I decided to bake them a banana bread and I did. And it was so well received when they returned my dish. I could just, again, just the feeling of expansion and unity between us was really powerful. And I share this story because it was the smallest flip of a perception. From seeing someone as separate and different because of the way they did something. Because of the way they chose to do something that I didn't see the same value in. I didn't take as priority. Seeing them with the lens of love, I was able to truly see them as an individual, as them as a human being, as them as a god. And I would never have been able to do that had I not been able to see the God within myself first. And that, I feel, is truly seeing someone with love and therefore seeing the truth. Because everything else is illusion. Believing someone is so different from us doesn't have to create hate, doesn't have to create anger or judgments. But so there's a part of us that chooses that. So my invitation today for you, the listener, is to choose to see the God in yourself. To choose to let go of that victim. You know, and choose your own sovereignty and your power and actually begin to see everything in your life right now you've chosen in some form or way. Because the sooner you can start doing that, the sooner you can start taking your own power back and becoming the creator of your own reality. You know, I feel this is another thing we hear all the time. Oh, I'm the creator of my own reality. And I used to call bullshit on that all the time. It's like, I don't want to create poverty. I don't want to have no home to live in. I don't want to be abused by my partner. I don't want to have to struggle with payments and be a single mom. Those are all lifetimes I've lived. And yet every single choice, when I was radically incredibly honest with myself every single choice 
I made led me to wherever I was in that very moment. And the first step every time to get out of that, whatever that point A was to get somewhere next, was another choice. But it always started. with believing that I could actually change this and letting go of the victim that loved, loved the life that they created. And so like (laughs) when I started doing that, things started to just rapidly change rapidly start to integrate so much needed to be let go and it can be alarming with the you know with the amount of realization that it can come to that yeah I did this to myself there's a part of me that that's created this and how fucking powerful is that you created your own reality Okay, amazing. You know, if it's not what you want anymore, guess what? You can do it again. And again. And again. And a fucking again. You can do anything. You fully fully decide and fully come online for and this is why if again if you've been following me on instagram you know how much i promote that our desires are our inner compass and this is exactly why because as soon as you can start actually waking up and feeling like fully feeling with your whole being what truly lights you up That's going to pull you out of whatever life it is that you're not enjoying right now in this now moment to the life that you fully, like, just fully are turned on by. Because, baby, believe me, it can get better and wetter all in one gulp. Mm, 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 mm. And this is the type of energy that I hold in my one-to-one mentoring program that is the highest and most intimate level to work with me called self-seduction. Doors are closing very soon. I only have a couple spots left. I'm taking women that are fully ready and committed to their personal transformation, to their self-actualization, and finally integrating and aligning their sexual nature. I truly believe that in order to feel wholeness, in order to actually experience 
heaven on earth because believe me honey this is so possible for you is to fully align with our sexual expression there is so much trauma and repression and shame and so much shadow around our sexuality and for me in my journey when shit finally started to click and things started to finally pop off for me that is when i became fully embodied in my divine feminine force and woke up my soul and began to really feel and actualize my desires and what actually meant to me and i just saw and felt the truth to life i can't begin to to explain how much this has changed for me and what I see in my clients that have experienced this, like it makes my heart just explode with gratitude. And I am so fucking excited to be able to share this potent container with other women that are looking for an experience like this. So if you, if this is you and you've been following my journey and you've been curious and wanting to know what kind of Kool-Aid I've been drinking, <laughs> please reach out. You know how to get a, get a hold of me. I'll leave it in the show notes, but you can reach me on my Instagram at Chelspra. You can slide into my DMs and just toss in the word self-seduction or feel free to email me at chelspra.com, the word self-seduction. I love you and I appreciate you so much for continuing on this journey and staying committed to the evolution of, of you and therefore our world thank you and i love you thank you so much for joining me with today's episode if you love what you heard be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on your listening platform so i can keep the goodness coming your way if you aren't already following me on social media you can interact with me and enjoy daily inspiration on instagram at Chelsbra, or visiting my website for one-to-one mentoring at chelsbra.com. I love you and appreciate you so much and can't wait to connect again in the next episode. Until then, turn your magic on loves and keep evolving.